We continue from the Caesar Superdome. It's the Sunbelt Media Day as we continue with the men's side of things today. Let's talk to Mark Bankton now, the head basketball coach of the Dukes. And, you know, you were in the Sunbelt. How different is this league now than it was when you were in it? Is it a lot different? Uh, I'll wait to determine that, you know, probably <laughs> in January, February. But, but right now, I would say it's different. You know, um, there's a lot of different teams. I mean, not only us are coming in, but three other teams, the Southern Miss and Marshall and Old Dominion. But two teams that were really good when I was in the league are not in the league anymore. And um, Arkansas, Little Rock, and Texas Arlington had really good teams. But I think it's going to be one of the best, you know, mid-major, which I hate that term, leagues in the country. <laughs> I think it's going to be a, um, a league that's going to be hopefully bidding for, you know, two bids um, in the NCAA tournament. That's what every league like ours is doing. And, and then we get the thing really right. we got three teams going to the tournament. And to be be here, be at a, a day like this where they're trying to make this a big deal, do you, do you, I guess, are they putting the resources more into basketball now than, than maybe they were? Yeah, do you one, see that? Yeah, one of the things I told them when we had our league meetings this summer is, is I thought that the Sun Belt was a better league than anybody knew about. You know, when I was going through it, there was teams, constantly top 100 teams or 125 teams that are really good, big non-conference wins, and I thought it kind of got swept under the rug and, and went unnoticed. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the league is going to make a hard push to get the Sun Belt basketball noticed. And, you know, there is really good teams and good coaches. And, I mean, the games are exciting. I could tell you the games are fast-paced and intense and athleticism all over the court. Um, so they need to get that product so more people see it. And then when more people see it, you know, I think it's going to be contagious and people are going to catch on to, to watching basketball in this league. You know, I, you've mentioned this before, and Zoe was talking about it, that, and he's, he's one that would know being in this league as well. But is there more athleticism in this league? Is that maybe the biggest difference from the CAA? Yeah, I think the CAA actually has, you know, bigger post players and like four or fives. Um, you know, there are some teams in that league that have some like huge 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, like last year, like uh, Drexel and, and Delaware and, and you know, um, and even like Northeastern. I mean, they got some big team, big guys in the league. This league is smaller, but it's more athletic, and you'll see almost – it's not like um, weaker by any means. You're going to see some guards that look like linebackers in this league. Um, so um, it is faster. Um, you know, there's – you know, the travel is always about a battle in this league, so I think you're going to have to have a deep team. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's going to be different, but I don't think the quality is any better or any worse. Mm-hmm. I think if you kind of look at the leagues, they're always kind of ranked around the same thing. Uh, the CAs had major changes, you know, since we left as well. But hopefully with our addition and the good additions I think this league's made, you know, that, that we are a top ten league in the country. I think that's a good goal for us to have. You mentioned you've got to have a deep team. You have a deep team, don't you? I mean, you feel good about, about your depth right now. Yeah, I mean, right now I don't know who's starting or who's backing up or because there hasn't been a separation. And it's not because anybody's played poorly. But, you know, I, I think there's, this, you know, a lot of guys who have good days. And, um, you know, we have some close scrimmages coming up. That kind of helps me. But you know, we might have a roster looks one way in November and, you know, kind of like a, a seven or eight guys. But then at the same time, that might change quickly and we get to December and January. So um, I'm not going to worry about it. It's not something that's a big concern of mine. Um, my main concern right now is just us as a team getting better and better. And the guys will dictate it. You know, if we're going to go eight deep, nine deep, ten, eleven deep, um, you know, I'm going to play the guys who deserve it and earn it and, and, and keep us a high-quality you know, production on the court. So um, we'll, we'll let that be determined. But um, 
Uh, I do think right now I have a lot of guys who can play. You mentioned it last week at the media day back in Harrisonburg that, you know, last year you kind of got away from who you were and you kind of had to, uh, to to stay in games and play with teams down the stretch. Uh, did that make you grow as a coach? Do you feel like you grew as a, as a coach and, and even learned a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, I think anybody when you go through, you know, hard times or adversity, um, you know, if you're looking at things the right way, you're, you're saying, what would I do differently? Uh, or what did I do right? Or what would I change? And, you know, I, I went through all those things. Um, you know, the, the one thing I was really frustrated with myself with is a big thing in my life is only control the controllables and, and worry about you in control. And there were so many things outside of my control. I let my energy go to that. You know, the, the league taking the, um, our, our tournament away, injuries and different things like that and COVID and, and all that. And, um, I'm almost frustrated kicking myself because I know better than that. But it's also a reminder to kind of stay to, stay to what I can control and stay to what I can do to help the team. Is it fun to kind of have, have everybody healthy for the most part and get back to the style that you want to play? Yeah, I mean, I haven't pushed them as hard. Um, probably we've had 15 practices as hard as I normally do. And so, you know, with that, there's, there's some benefits. You know, I, I think you know, for the most part we are pretty healthy right now. And uh, we've had very few missed practices with guys. But at the same time, our condition is probably not where I want it to be. Our timing, some of the things that we want our practices to be able to have in them hasn't been as long. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm also picturing this that it's going to be a long race. And, you know, I want the guys to, to be healthy in January and February when our most important games of the year. And, you know, I want, to, I want it to be a slow climb. And, and, and that's fine. You know, I don't want to hit our peak and the best team we're going to you know, play our best in November. I want us to play really good in November and then be better in December and then better in January. And, and by the time we get to February, March, I mean, we're at our peak. You've got a lot of guys that have been with you for a while now, um, three years or, or more. And, and guys like Alonzo was talking, he feels more comfortable. I'm sure Tock feels more comfortable. Guys that came in last year. Do you see that? Is it not that it's ever easy? That's probably not the right word. But, but do you see that in practice and just on, on how they know you and you know them? Yeah, I mean, my guys with um, – that we've had three years together, that I've coached him for three, and also the two-year guys, you know, it, it, it's a lot different. Um, you know, come over, I came and took this program over, and everybody was new. We also brought in eight new players at JMU. The second year, we brought in seven new players. Well, this year, we brought in five, and, and two of them are really experienced, in Noah Ferdell and Mezio Forum, and three freshmen. But the older guys, um, not only do they know what they're doing, they're able to teach the other guys um, you know, what they should be doing. And that's never taken place since I've been here. Um, so um, I, I like it. It makes things easier. The challenge is for me to make sure our older guys are growing and keep pushing them, but not going too fast where the, learn, the young guys can't catch on to. So we, we can't skip steps, you know, no matter how much they want to and they want to start playing in the big-time <laughs> games right away. Um, we got to make sure that we're taking it step-by-step. You mentioned Noah and Mezzi. How about how have they meshed? Have, have, have they, has it been pretty seamless for the most part with those guys? I mean, they're older guys that play a lot of basketball. Yeah. And, and so they have to learn the language. That's definitely different. Um, you know, the, our style of play is different than those guys played in. I mean, we played much faster than where Mezzi played at Mount St. Mary's. And he's got to get used to that. No, he's <laughs> built for it, but he's got to get yeah. used to it. And, you know, and, and Noah, you know, had a different role at, at, at South Dakota State. And, and 
you know, he's he's coming in trying to find his niche and find his way and get in condition and everything else. And and, and those guys just always show flashes of their talent. Um, they, you know, they, they have like good, really good days, um, but they're still learning. And with, with them, you know, I think you're going to see them kind of maybe be up and down a little bit in November just because of getting used to everything. But uh, but I think by the time we get past Christmas, those those guys will be playing really good basketball. One thing that I see when I see you guys practice, watch you on the, the floor, is that you have so much athleticism and length, and we've talked about how you're bigger. But that, that lends to you being able to play many different lineups. You can go smaller if you need to. You can play a really big lineup where everybody's 6'6 six, six or taller. Is, is that something that is a luxury to have this year? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, different games call for different things. And, um, and that's why I think we would probably will adjust – you know, lineups and, and, you know, not just to start a game, but maybe throughout the game and, and maybe to finish the game. Um, we, you know, we got to figure ourselves out too, you know, and I think, you know, we're trying to do that as a team. You know, everybody wants to kind of know all the answers, but at the same time, you know, we got a, a lot longer to go. And um, so, what well, you know, we just had a scrimmage yesterday, an inter-squad scrimmage, and I got back on my staff and we're like, oh, we didn't know this person could do this. <laughs> and then at the same time, we're like, I can't believe he couldn't be able to do that. And so, you know, you're, you're learning and you're figuring things out as a, as a coach and, and you're, you're trying to figure out what guys play good together, um, when the combination that you're talking about, big, small, whatever else is going to be needed. And, um, you know, what we want to do is we want to make sure that it's going to be about us and we don't have to match up two other teams. You know, we want to kind of, you know, put our imprint on it and, and push what we want to push. And, and, and make them force them to match up to us. Do you feel like you can be a really good defensive team and get back to where you were a couple of years ago? Yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not there right now. Um, you know, that's, that's probably the, the thing that, that we're going to work hardest on in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, the guys on my team who have been part of championships, um, they understand it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and right now we just don't have everybody kind of understand the urgency that we have to in every possession. And some of us fatigue and some of us, our conditioning is not there yet. But, um, you know, we got to make sure that, that that's going to be what we stand for. And, and that way we have a bad shooting night or we're going to be on the road and, and things are not going our way. That's going to give us a chance to win every night. And I know we talked in, in, even in the offseason about getting bigger on the wings, more physical. Do you, do you sense that in practice? Have you seen that with, with this team? Is it much different than it was a year ago? Yeah, the bodies are different and, and even the returning bodies. Um, you know, guys have done a really good job in the weight room. And uh, Vado Morse dunked for the first time I saw him <laughs> the other day. And, you know, Terrell Strickland's dunking now. And, like, you know, those guys don't ever, were ever doing that stuff. But then, you, you know, you see that. But then you also think that some guys are really athletic before can't be more athletic or stronger. And, you know, Alonzo's older, but he looks more athletic. And Justin Amati and these guys are really moving well. Um, so it, it is, I mean, I, we are probably, you know, you do the average height, we're taller, but, um, the strength I think is a big difference from where we are from last year to this year. How about some of the veterans? Who, who were the guys that maybe are a lot different that, that when fans see them here in a few weeks that, oh, wow, that, that, that he's playing different than he did a year ago. Are there some guys that have surprised you? Well, I mean, Terrence Edwards, I think he saw it towards the end of the year last year and, um, you know, he's. You know, just game keeps maturing, um, keeps understanding things. Um, you know, he's probably my most positionless player. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll play everywhere from the one, two, three, and four. And, and if I have to put him out to five, he'll go out to the five. He don't care. Um, but he plays all the positions. He's able to pick up things quickly. Uh, I think he's, he's taking a nice jump. 
and and Tyree Hanacho is is healthy, yeah. and no one's ever seen him here healthy before. I mean, he had probably the worst luck um, last year from uh, sprained ankles on both ankles, broken thumb, uh, COVID, and came back and like it was like he never got a chance to really play. And and I think people be surprised about his athleticism, the way he can move, and and he's the best passer on our team. And um, so. I got a lot of guys to score. It's nice to have somebody out there sometimes who's looking to pass. He's he's going to surprise fans just because he's healthy. He can do a lot of different things. Yeah, I mean he's uh, extremely athletic and guard, and can really push pace. Um, you know, he's probably my best on my team in ball screens. Um, you know, scoring is not like what he tries to do, but he's he's proven to be a better scorer this year um, already. But but his is the way he finds guys and sees games. Um, he gets guys open looks and open shots and. And when somebody's doing that and they're really guarding, he's a 6'4 point guard, I mean, that's valuable. Coach, thank you for your time. Season's here in a couple of weeks, but I appreciate it. Good luck. Yeah, sounds good. No, I want you guys staying off Bourbon Street. <laughs> Cur- curfew tonight for, every- for everybody. <laughs> I'm checking. I'm knocking on the rooms 11 o'clock tonight.